Professional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 181, and welcome once again to the front porch. Hey, uh, I apologize for those of you who are pretty consistent listeners. Uh, I apologize that uh, I've kind of missed a couple. Uh, a part of the reason is, to be honest, I just was, I just had a really hard weekend and I was struggling to just be here and to work through things. And, and so, you know, I just don't feel like I can ever inauthentically come and sit here and process through things. Um, and so I just didn't. And I, I took a moment and slowed down and we just had some family stuff and, you know, working through it as a family. And uh, we just feel like uh, we had a time to really come together last night and talk about things, which is really, really beautiful. And it's one of the things I really love about our family that when things are hard or, you know, things are or struggling as a family, we just sit down, we pray and we work through it. And uh, man, I it was so good last night to kind of sit together, work together, think together, pray together, and just really hear each other. And Patty and I were able to really open up where we were at and what we were struggling with, and, and the kids uh, were able to reciprocate. And so it was just a, a good time. But to be honest, like I just didn't feel like sitting here and, and doing a podcast and kind of playing like, oh, I'm good and everything's fine. And, and, um, I just felt like, man, I, I don't think I can do that. So for those of you who are pretty consistent, and I know there's some of you who are really consistent in listening to these, you're like, what's going on? A part of it is, and, and maybe it's just something to really know about me, is uh, I'm just probably, I'm never going to come on here and inauthentically present things uh, if, I'm, if I'm not in a good spot to be able to do that. And so to the best of my ability, every time I, I come and sit in front of this microphone and reflect on God's word. I'm trying to, you know, like David, like purify my heart, you know, like search me. And Psalms 139 is one of these Psalms I've memorized. And search me and know me, O God, you know, search my thoughts, you know, and see if there's any, any, uh, any unclear way in my heart or lives or words or thoughts. And so I, I, I and I don't do that perfectly, but I'm trying to the best of my ability. So thank you for those who, who listen uh, pretty regularly, and thank you for being patient um, as we kind of learn and grow together. And that's what life is. Isn't, isn't this what we're all looking for, I think, to some extent? Like, can we just be honest? When it's hard, it's hard. Like, we don't have to fake it through life. Jesus didn't fake it. So why are we trying to fake it? Don't fake it. In fact, maybe today <laughs> you just need to... Go sit down with somebody and say, look, I'm kind of faking it. Like I'm going through the motions and I don't want to do that anymore. I just want to be real. And this is what I'm going through. Maybe with your spouse or, you know, your loved one, sit down with them and go, man, I feel like I'm just kind of going through the motions. I'm kind of faking it. And I don't want to do that anymore. So that's where I'm at. Thanks for being patient. And I'm excited to, to jump into our passage today because it came out of just a really beautiful time this morning reflecting. But, um, but before I do that, again, thank you for those of you who continue to listen and those who give on Patreon. Really, really do uh, appreciate it. So our passage is uh, John 15, 14 through 15. Um, and just a, just a kind of a, a note on John 15, this is one of those passages I would just really encourage you to dive 
dive into, dive deeply into this passage. I think it's so very, very, very important, the whole passage. So it says this, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know the master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. My, uh, one of my best buddies, Nate, uh, he lives in Utah. And Nate and I went to college together and, and our family's vacation every summer. And we're doing that in July. I'm like so excited. I can't wait uh, to be with him. He's got a bunch of kids and, and we've got a few. And, and uh, when our families get together, I think there's like 14 or 15 of us. So it's always like so much fun and, and we have a blast. So uh, we've been doing that and uh, it's been so great. And so Nate's been just a dear, dear friend to me. We, we, uh, we've done man trips together and, and things like that. And so last year, we just kind of had this crazy moment. In fact, we just celebrated the one-year anniversary of this moment that Nate, um, Nate almost died. And he almost died of a, a heart deal. He had a, a, a problem with his heart. And, um, and it was during all the COVID stuff when so many people were hurting. And so Nate was in a hospital room and he had just a very small percentage of a chance that he would live. And he did. And God spared his life. And so he's sitting in this hospital room uh, recovering from heart surgery. And I, I was, uh, we had been at that time, we had gotten a place in Carlsbad. And, uh, and we got a killer deal on a place in Carlsbad during quarantine. And, uh, so I was on the beach and I was just thinking about him and praying for him and being overwhelmed by him. And I just decided that I was going to sing him a song. And so I put on my video and, and I just pointed it towards the ocean and I just sang a song over him and I sent it to him and, and I had never, I've never done anything like that before, you know, but I felt the weight of in the in the emotions and the hurt and the loneliness of of a friend that I really deeply love and and uh, so I sent that to him and and we we just cried about it later on and as I, we were kind of reflecting on it and I thought wow you know I think I think I was thinking like the older I get the more I just long I just long for real deep authentic friendship you know I read about uh, Jonathan and David and you know this dear friendship that they have and, uh, and and there's times where I'm just like jealous you know and I think there's there's been moments in my life where I've tried to like try to create this type of friendship um, but the reality is it just tends to go bad maybe you're like me maybe you're just like you've tried to make a friendship work you've tried to force it you know, but it just goes bad. And, and a lot of times it just feels us leaving more depleted than fee, than filled up, you know, more lonely uh, than 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 a feeling of just like togetherness and wholeness. And so, you know, so I was I was just kind of wrestling through all these thoughts this morning and Nate came up into my mind and I was just thinking, God, and I'm so grateful for him. And but I was thinking through all these thoughts about friendship and uh, sitting out here this morning just being quiet and thinking through. And all of a sudden these words kind of popped into my head and it just said, you know, but I'm your friend. And, and to be honest, like it, it completely, completely stopped me. And I was like, whoa, wow. You know, I had this moment where... I, I realized that I have spent most of my time 
most of the time in my life thinking about God as a father, you know, which he is, of course he is, but I have spent very, very little time thinking about him as my friend. You know, I wonder if you're like me. You know, like maybe you're just obsessed with God, the Father, in which we should be. But maybe we're not thinking about him as friend. Maybe we spent just zero time thinking about him as friend. And so then I started thinking through, if, if I have not really embraced true friendship, a true understanding of my friendship with God, has that impacted my friendships with others? And the answer for me is yes, it, it absolutely has to. So if, I, if I'm not truly understanding and embracing a friendship with God, how can I possibly, possibly think that I could have these kind of deep friendships with other people? And so, you know, what does friendship with God look like? That's where I'm, I'm working through that. Like, what does that look like? Well, I think it's so cool that, that we get to learn together through the narrative of my favorite gospel writer, uh, John. You know, and this chapter is all about, that's why I say you have to read it. John 15 is all about connection, vines and branches and fruit. It displays for us what connection with God looks like. And it also helps us understand what happens when it's just not there. Here, Jesus says this, that, that friendship with Jesus starts by doing what he commands. Now, that, and so I started, I'm like, that sounds pretty fatherly, right? That sounds really fatherly. And, and I, it is. It's totally fatherly. You know, father sits down with his kids and, and kind of walks through, hey, th- this is right living. This is good living, you know, and, and, a, and a pure and holy and a self selfless father like God is, he leads his kids in the in a way that allows for them to flourish. That's all he wants. And so, of course, but here's the thing. If, if we don't obey these things, then true intimacy and friendship will never flourish. Like it won't happen. If we keep like, I started going like, if, if I'm married, right? And I keep hitting on other women, other women, our affections as husband and wife for one another will never grow. Like my wife's not going to look at me and go like, oh, he's such a good guy. What a great friend. What a great lover. Never, never. It won't happen. And so he's going like, here I'm giving you this, these fatherly, these pure, holy directions that lead us in a way in which we can find real intimacy. But we keep rejecting those. And out of the connection to the Father, right, and all that he says and all that he leads us in, real friendship with him will grow and will flourish. You know, and, and, and I've, uh, I think uh, for a good portion of my kind of ministry career, you know, I, 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 I've, uh, I've told them that, that, you know, people, couples move past friendship. Like they move past friendship to get to love. You know, people are in such a hurry to get the warm fuzzies, right? Everybody likes warm fuzzies. But, the, but, they, but they miss the richness 
of a deep friendship and how that only magnifies and strengthens the love. And so in, in order to fall deeply in love with the Lord, we need to discover a life-giving friendship with him. You know, and to this point, and, and to be honest, like I could, I could just, I think I could talk at length about this, but I'm not sure I'm ready to do that, right? I, I feel like I need to learn more about what it means to be a friend of God's. And uh, this is what Jesus there, this is, sorry, this is what John is reflecting back on. As Jesus is sitting here with the disciples and talking with them, John's like recounting these memories, this moment that he's having in the upper room. And, and this is what Jesus was trying to communicate to the disciples. This is what Jesus was trying to help them understand. And Jesus taught us what friendship and kingdom living is all about. But we, we many times aren't listening. And so the question, like, he's like, Jesus is like, are you listening to me? Are you paying attention to all that I've taught you? Right? Are you willing to, to learn? Because if you do that, you're, you're going to understand a deeper, deeper level here than just following. You get to find friendship, real friendship. And I just think a lot of times i'm missing out we're missing steps just like in relationships we're missing steps we're running past all we're running past friendship to get to the warm fuzzies to get to the god bless me's to get the god's with me and all and he's all those things but he's like no 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 back up keep my commands right and if you keep my commands then you're going to understand what real friendship with me feels like and so as I, again, as I started thinking through this and, and just going, man, what is this all about and what friendship with God is, you know, I, I was thinking more and more about Jesus and it pulls me back to verse 13, right? That's why context is so important. Context is everything in this, as we, you know, in hermeneutics, which is a fancy word of talking about how he studied the Bible. In hermeneutics, it's going to, the hermeneutics are going, you got to know the context, person people place thing idea what's happening here in this moment right and and verse 13 says this greater love has no one than this to lay down his life for one's friends jesus was saying to the disciples and to you and to me i'm not just your savior i'm a friend that is willing to lay down my life so you can have life because that's what friends do and I want to be that kind of friend but I need to receive God's gift of friendship through Jesus through Jesus' sacrifice in order to really truly do this because fidelity to God creates friendship with God and so there's so much more that could be said here, but the question I have is, are you a friend of God? Father, teach us what it is to receive friendship with you. Lead and guide us into that. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you than your own heartbeat. Till next time, cheers.